Bibles there to Lamentations chapter 3. We're going to read a few verses this evening. It's good to be back. Good to be behind the pulpit, being able to preach to you guys again. And so we enjoyed our time up in Limerick, and the Lord blessed. And so we're glad to be able to, to come back and resume um, the ministry down here and um, just get a chance to get plugged back in. And so we're looking forward to what the year has to offer. And uh, this evening, I kind of want to to be a help to you this as we look at these verses. Um, I wish we could tell the future sometimes. You know, it might prepare our hearts, but sometimes and most times it's glad that we don't know the future. Because um, if we could see the future, most of us wouldn't want to go that way. We would avoid whatever we could. <laughs> uh, for example, you know, if, if when I first got saved, became a born-again Christian, if God showed me the future and said, you're going to be in Ireland as a missionary, I would have run the other way. <laughs> it, was, it was completely against who I was at that time. I, I was insecure. I was, a, 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 you know, I just I hid in the back of the crowd, wouldn't stand in front of anybody to anything. And, um, and yet God has brought me all this way and helped me and taught me and, and um, helped me grow as a young believer and, and, uh, and has enabled me to, to be here, you know. Um, so we're going to look at this evening... How will you respond in 2018? Look at Lamentations chapter 3, verse number 18. It says here, And I said, My strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. Remembering mine affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall, my soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. This I recall to my mind. Therefore, have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And, or sorry, the Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in Him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him, to the soul that seeketh Him. And as we get uh, into the message this evening, uh, today is the last Sunday in January. The new year has started, and 2017 is now past, and with it both the good and the bad. In its place remains just the memories of what happened of your life this last year. Last year you may have made some good New Year's resolutions. You know, maybe you made resolutions like uh, reading your Bible, being faithful to church every single service, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, whenever you can be there. Uh, maybe you made a resolution to strengthen your walk with God, like spending more time in prayer. Uh, perhaps you made resolutions to lose weight, eat healthier, many other various things that you could come up with. Um, so how did you do with those resolutions last year? Uh, did you start out right? You know, start out great, you know, reading your Bible every single morning, you know, get that cup of coffee, cup of tea, get get there in your, in your Bible time. And But as the months kind of came along, that time started to <clears throat> slip away more and more and more. And pretty soon, uh, you'd be lucky to, to read your Bible once a week. 
Did you complete all your desires and resolutions that you wanted to do at the start of last year? I'll probably, like me, most of you probably didn't make most of your resolutions last year. <laughs> you know? Um, but how about this year's resolution so far? I know usually most people, as soon as the new year comes, they make plans, they make goals. This is what I want to do with this year. How's it going so far? Are you still keeping committed to your resolutions? Uh, if, you're reading, if you desire to read the Bible every single day, how are you doing with that, with that resolution? How about your church attendance? See, sometimes the reason that we fail in our goals is because we put too high of expectations upon ourselves and the others around us. Set good goals. Set expectations and, and things that you can attain to. Um, see, with our, our resolutions and things like that, we should desire a purpose and a plan for our life this year and to create goals. If you don't create goals, then be sure you will not accomplish much this year. If you have nothing to aim for, if you have, you have nothing that you want to do with your life this, this year, if you don't have any goals, you're not going to get them. You're not going to attain them. See, 2018 has now begun. And with it comes 337 days left to do something for God this year. So that's 7%. 7.7% of the year has passed by already. That's still 33 or 32.3% left of the year to do something for God. Still got a lot of time left. Um, the Lord delays is coming. But as this year goes on, I hope and pray that it will be one of victory for each of us. But what if it isn't? What if this year something happens that completely knocks the wind out of you and leaves you in shock and brokenness? Perhaps a loved one passes on that was so important to you. Or you lose your job. Or something else that could be so devastating. Well, tonight I want to offer you some comfort in this case. Uh, in, in case this year is one of those years where something just shatters your heart and steals your strength. Look at verse number 18 and 19 again here in Lamentations 3. I believe Jeremiah is the one that is writing this. It says, And I said, My strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. Remembering mine affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall, my soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. See, Jeremiah wrote this after Jerusalem was utterly destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar. Pastor preached on that last Sunday morning about um, the sin of, of Jerusalem, just how wicked it was. Jeremiah writes all about it and uh, in, in his book, and also here in, in the beginning part of Lamentations. And Jerusalem is destroyed because of their sin. And here he's, he's looking around at the destruction of his beloved city, uh, the place where, where he loved so much and, and uh, poured out his heart, preaching to the people to repent and turn back towards God. And here he is, he's walking along the street, seeing uh, dozens of people slaughtered, killed, Buildings on fire, ruined, seeing everything that he loved destroyed because of their sin, because of turning their back on God. 
And as he wrote this book, Lamentations, he was pouring out his heart at the destruction that he saw and, and um, his heart was just broken insomuch that his hope and his strength disappeared. So he says, verse number 18, it said, My strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. I look around me and all that I had hoped for just is gone. It's perished. Remembering mine affliction, my misery, the wormwood and the gall, my soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. Now thankfully the verses don't end there. (laughs) They don't end at that point. Jeremiah then goes on to give us hope. Verse 20, or sorry, verse number 21. He said, This I recall in my mind. Therefore have I hope. He said, I'm at my lowest spot in my life, seeing the destruction around me, and as much as my hope is gone and my my heart is, is just broken and devastated, I remembered something. I remembered. Uh, he said, I recall to my mind, and this was my hope. Verse number 22, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. And he says, you know what? Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. No matter the destruction, the the brokenness that he's feeling inside of his heart, he remembers, you know what? God is great and he is faithful. He said, the Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. This evening, I, I want to take this, this time and look at this portion of Scripture and learn from these verses of how you and I can respond when our world gets turned upside down. Because there may, they, there may come a day uh, that this will happen. Where, you know, maybe your life is going just fine now, but there will come a day where you will, your heart will be broken. Um, Something that you cherish will be lost. And when that time comes, remember these verses because they'll give you great comfort during that time. We're going to look at Jeremiah as a good example. Now, this evening, first thing we're going to look at, it's okay to have defeats and disappointments. You see, life on this cursed earth is not perfect. It is full of trials, and failures. See, failure is a part of life. We need failure. Because if none of us failed, um, we wouldn't know how to grow in our wisdom, our abilities, and trust in the Lord. Because it's through these trials that these grow. Without tests and trials of life, we would not understand what our limits are in the things that we do. Defeats, Failures and disappointments reveal our strengths and also our weaknesses. But when we do fail, it is easy to give up hope and to despair in our failures. We allow them to discourage us and to steal our joy. Oftentimes, when we allow our failures to defeat us, they leave us in a depression of heart, of soul, and of mind. But here's the thing though, it's not okay for a Christian 
to let these defeats keep you down. Now then, when we fail, when we, when we have a disappointment, it humbles us, don't it? That's good. Because, so, you know, we, we need to be humbled at times. Because our pride gets way too out of control sometimes. And God allows us to fail sometimes to bring that pride back under control. But a Christian is not supposed to live in defeat. He's not supposed to, uh, to live with their head buried in the sand thinking, I can't do anything. How a Christian is supposed to live. See, Proverbs 24.16 says, For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. I mean, he fell seven times. <laughs> so seven times he, he made a mistake. Seven times he failed. Seven times he blew it. You know, had he fallen that sixth time and never got up, that would have been the end of his story. But he got up again, and though he fell that seventh time, he got back up. You know what? Sometimes life is hard. You know, as long as we still have this flesh, we're going to sin. Uh, we're going to disappoint our loved ones. We're going to fail. But if you don't get back up, you're going to have a hard time living life. Because you won't have joy anymore. You won't have a victory. Look at verse number 21 through 23. Verse number 21 says, This I recall to my mind. Therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is Thy faithfulness. See, God's mercies are renewed every single day. So don't live in the failures of yesterday. Learn and grow from your mistakes. When you make a mistake, when you realize that doesn't work, I shouldn't have done that, move on. You know, if you blew it and and uh, you did something that you know you shouldn't have done, repent of it, get back up, and continue to serve the Lord. Uh, don't stay in defeat. See, it's a new year. And it's time to put the failures of 20, 2017 behind you and to strive to do more for the Lord this year with the Lord's help. If you didn't achieve your resolutions from last year and your service and maybe your relationship with the Lord, then continue them and do your best to finish them this year. But don't say, well, I couldn't do it last year. Last year is done and over with. This is now a new year. Get up. Try again. And continue to serve the Lord. That's all, that's, I know it sounds simpler than what it is, but that's just how we have to live life. It's how you get victory. It's okay to have disappointments and defeats. Secondly, wait on the Lord and seek Him. Look at verse number 24. It said, The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in Him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him, to the soul that seeketh Him. <coughs> See here, Jeremiah knew that his hope was God alone. It wasn't in Jerusalem. Jerusalem's destroyed. It wasn't in Nebuchadnezzar. 
If it wasn't in Zedekiah, Zedekiah failed him as a king. Um, his hope was in God alone. And for us today, Christ is our hope. He's our hope. It's not in the Taoiseach. It's not in the President of the United States. It's not in our TDs. <clears throat> our hope is in Jesus Christ alone. Turn with me with Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. you're a born-again Christian and not a Jew, <laughs> this is your testimony. Or at least it should be. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 11. says, Wherefore, remember. Paul is reminding the Ephesians here. Sometimes it's good to remember some things. To remember that being in time past, you were what? You were a Gentile. You are Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands. So you are Gentiles in the past. You are called the uncircumcised by the Jews. Verse number 12, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenants of promise. But look what he says, having no hope and without God in the world. Verse number 13 should be one of uh, uh, a verse that you underline in your Bible, next two verses. It says, But now, in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For He is our peace, who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Uh, so here we see that at, at one point, you and I were, were without hope. We had no no access, no uh, no privileges uh, to to the God of Heaven. Um, and it was until Christ came that, when He was died on that cross and He shed His blood, that He made peace and He brought us into His fold. See, you and I, we didn't deserve. We don't deserve heaven, so to speak. It costs Christ shedding His blood on that cross for you and I even to have any kind of relationship with God. See, we were strangers. We were aliens, so to speak. Uh, we had no rights uh, to the God of heaven. God had made promises to the Jews and He would take care of them. He would be their God. And uh, the promises that He gave them, the Gentiles had no access to. It wasn't until Christ came that we as Gentiles got adopted into the, the family of God. Those who turn from their sin and repent and become born again. We have access because of Jesus Christ. And because of that, He now becomes our hope. No matter what you go through, remember, Christ is our hope. He is your hope. No matter how bad our life gets, remember, Christ is our hope. Turn towards Him. Lean upon Him. When you're down and defeated, remember that you're a child of God and that 
uh, God lives inside of you. He is your strength when you need it the most. He brings comfort when we are broken. Turn with me to John chapter 14. John chapter 14. When you feel like the rug gets pulled out from underneath you, remember you're a child of God. And God does not forsake His children. He does not abandon them. He is with us every step of the way. Look at John chapter 14, verses 16 through 18. Jesus is speaking here. He says, And I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another Comforter, that He may abide with you, how long? Forever. Not until you sin again. Not until you disappoint Him. Um, it's forever. It's forever. Verse number uh, 17. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth them not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you a, a comfortless. I will come to you. Look at verse number 26 and 27. It says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. It says, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Uh, he's telling his disciples before he's being crucified. This is the this is one of the last times he's talking to his disciples before this time. He knows their life is going to be turned upside down for the next three days. All their hopes, all their things are going to be dashed and broken as they watch him being crucified. And yet he's saying, you know, be at you know, let don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Don't worry, everything's going to be okay. See, the Holy Spirit, He brings that comfort to you. That's why when you go through some storms that are just, sometimes you feel like you're, you're, you're drowning. And yet, we can go and we can cling to Him. And He gives us the strength that we need. He helps you, He enables you to get through that storm. He doesn't stop the storms from coming, but He helps you get through them. And when you look back, you give Him all the glory and say, I couldn't have done it without God. That's why my heart breaks when you see the, the, those who are, are without Christ. They go through heartache and brokenness and, and they turn every other direction except towards God. They turn towards the bottle. They turn towards drugs. They turn uh, towards whatever, whatever they think that will fill that emptiness in their soul. And yet God says, if you'd only turn towards Me, I'd help you through this storm. Look at chapter 16, verse number 7. He continues on, he says, Nevertheless, I leave you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. 
Look at verse number 13 and 14. It says, Howbeit when He, the Spirit of truth, is come, He will guide you into all truth. For He shall not speak of Himself, but whatsoever He shall hear, that shall He speak, and He will show you things to come. He shall glorify Me, for He shall receive of Mine, and shall show it unto you. The Holy Spirit was given to comfort us, to teach us, but to glorify God. If you start hearing preaching that the Holy Spirit is, is elevated above Jesus Christ, it's wrong emphasis. The Holy Spirit is there to exalt Christ, not Himself. See, God gave us the Holy Spirit to help us understand and, and to walk with Him. See, no one knows for certain all that will happen this year. There may be storms and trials that you'll go through. But as Jeremiah wrote, remember that God is faithful and that He is with you every step of the way. Also, wait upon the Lord. Renew your strength in Him and seek Him. Uh, Look at verse number 25 real quick. Lamentations 3.25 Verse 25 says, The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him, to the soul that seeketh Him. Now, the wait that Jeremiah is writing about is not someone just you know twiddling their thumbs, saying, "Okay, Lord, I'm waiting for you to to tell me what to do next." You know, <laughs> he's not just this idleness, just doing nothing. That's not the weight that God is talking about here, that Jeremiah is writing about. The weight that he's talking about is is being busy doing something, serving the Lord, until the Lord gives you another answer, gives you more direction as what to do. You know, when you go to a restaurant, uh, there, you know, you just sit down, you know, maybe with your spouse or whatever, and, and uh, uh, the server comes and they fill your water. And you know what they're, and what they do next? They wait until you have the need, until they need it to respond next. You know, they wait for you to, you know, maybe put the menu down. And they know, okay, now it's now time to go and take care of your order. They're not just going over there saying, Loo dee doo dee doo. <laughs> what am I going to do now? No, they're they're paying attention. Sometimes the Lord is is also waiting on us. He's waiting for us to surrender. He's waiting for us to stop following after our flesh and to start turning towards Him and yielding to Him and saying, God, what do you want me to do in my life now? Not what I'm doing. What do you want for me to do? What direction do you want my life to go? He's waiting on us sometimes to make the right response. See, Psalm 27, verse 14, this is probably one of my favorite verses in Scripture. It says, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Turn with me, if you would, to Isaiah chapter 40. You're in Lamentations right now. Just go a couple page, or a couple books to the left. Jeremiah, then Isaiah. 
Isaiah chapter 40. Oftentimes, wait and trust go hand in hand. We'll look at that more here in a little bit. Isaiah chapter 40, verse number 28. Verse number 28. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard? That the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of all the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fail or fall. Sorry, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. When you're going through that time of discouragement, that time of 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 just depression, things like that, that's when you need to turn towards the Lord. He'll give you the strength. And here's the thing, His strength doesn't end. Our strength does. We, we run out of strength sometimes. and We just give up. But God's strength never fails. It never falls. And it's there for us to lean upon. To get strength from. Trust the Lord more this year. Let Him guide you along the path of your life that He has for you. Delight yourself in Him this year and rest in His grace. Turn with me, if you would, to Psalm 37. There are some more of my favorite verses because I have found encouragement from these. Psalm 37, verse number 3. Psalmist writes here, which is David, says, Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for Him. Fret not thyself because of Him who prospereth in His way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. See, David here, I think, writes from experience. <laughs> He's had to be on the run from Saul, someone who wanted to kill him. He's had enemies all around, and all around him, and he's had to learn to lean upon God. And he gives us five, or sorry, he gives us, uh, sorry, verse number eight also. He says, Cease uh, from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself any wise to do evil. So he gives us several action verbs to do. First of all, he says, Trust in the Lord. Sometimes that's easier said than done. Especially when you can't see what's behind that door. 
and you have to just step by faith. Uh, secondly, he said, delight thyself in the Lord, no matter what happens, no matter what's behind that door, no matter what is ahead of us in 2018. Delight yourself in the Lord. Accept whatever happens and trust Him and say, Lord, you know what's best for me. Commit thy way unto the Lord. That's a, that's a decision that we have to make. Do we commit just our way? We're supposed to say, Lord, whatever path you want me to take, I'll follow it. Commit your path to the Lord. In other words, what God wants you to do, follow that path. And he says here, rest in the Lord. There's going to come some times where you just have to just let Him take control. Rest in Him. And just allow Him to be God. And then cease from anger. Allow or accept what happens. Because if we get angry at the matter, it's not going to change anything. It's not going to change one bit what happens. But our anger will stop us from trusting God. He said, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. 2018's got a lot ahead of us. And again, I hope that everything will go fine. I hope this year is a great year of victory, great year of answered prayer for you. But just in case it's not, don't give up. Because God hasn't given up on you. So in conclusion this evening, how did you do with last year's goals and resolutions? Don't dwell on your failures from last year. Use them to learn and grow. See, life on this cursed earth is not perfect. It's full of trials and failures. And it's through these trials that we grow in our wisdom, our abilities, and trust in the Lord. Without tests and trials of life, we would not understand what our limits are and the things that we do. See, defeats, failures, and disappointments reveal our strengths and our weaknesses. That's why it's okay to allow our children to fail. It helps them learn how to grow. Because if they're given everything, and the time comes when they're an adult, and they fail, they won't know how to react. They won't know how to respond. And they will just collapse. And we see that in the world today. Sometimes we have to let our, our children make mistakes. As much as we don't want to. As much as we don't want them to do it. They have to learn sometimes the hard way. We had to. Even though our parents maybe said, don't do this. <laughs> God says, don't do this. And yet, how many times do we say, well, I want to. And we do it, and we pay the price for it. And we learned from it, didn't we? Sometimes it's we had to let our children do the same. See, it's the new year. And it's time to put the failures of 2017 behind you and to strive to do more for the Lord this year with the Lord's help. And no matter what happens in your life this year, remember that Christ is your hope. Without Jesus Christ being crucified and resurrected, we would still be without hope. 
See, no one knows for certain what's going to happen this year. There may be storms and trials that you'll go through, but remember that God is faithful and that He is with you every step of the way and that He is within you. He is the Holy Spirit. He is the Comforter. Lastly this evening, trust the Lord more this year. Let Him guide you along the path of your life that He has for you. Delight yourself in Him this year and rest in His grace. And if you're not a born-again Christian this evening, today would make a great day to make that decision and start 2018 off on the best start ever. Make today the day you start a relationship with God. But you know what? Again, we've got a long rest of the year ahead of us. Uh, renew your commitment to God. You know, maybe you haven't been you've been hit and miss with your Bible reading this so far this this January. Start tomorrow and say, look, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to start reading my Bible again, or spending that time in prayer, or you know, maybe maybe you said, you know what, I want to make every single service uh, I can uh, this this year, and maybe you already missed a service. Well. Get back up. Get back up. Let's go ahead and bow in a word of prayer. Father, we do thank You. God, that You are a God of comfort. Lord, that we can trust You. We can rely upon You. We can lean upon You for strength when we have none. Lord, there will be times in our life where the rug does get taken out from underneath us. Lord, we saw it happen as Pastor mentioned in the book of Job, uh, to learn a lot from his life, how his response was, how he endured that that tragedy in his life. And yet he didn't give up on you. He didn't turn his back on you. He didn't understand what happened, but he just trusted you. And so here Jeremiah, he looks around at, at the destruction of Jerusalem preaching to the people to repent and turn back towards God. And when He brought judgment upon Jerusalem, His heart was broken, yet He said, My hope is in God. And Lord, there's going to come a time in our life where we're going to have to remember, Lord, You are our hope. And that will encourage and strengthen us. Father, I do pray that You would bless each one tonight, Lord. As they looked at Your Word and God, that they'd find comfort in these times to come. We do love You. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.